Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Let's quickly go back to Celtic Park. Big changes at the break, Gabriel. Yeah, we'll just start with Celtic. Just the one change from the interval. Dazen Maida is coming on left wing for Sayed Haksimanic. Very impressive in the first half. But four changes for Hibernian. Uh, Lee Johnson clearly not happy with what he saw before the interval. Coming on are Cabraya, Rocky Bashiri, Yuan and McGuinness. Off at Cadden, Stevenson, McCurdy. Uh, and the striker Kuk Harevich four changes for Hibs at half time clearly not happy how many can Celtic get in the second half that is the question made it on for Haksimanovic Joe Newell standing over the ball and it is kick off in the second half Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements trade accounts available now call them today can't believe Ange Postacoglu <laughs> listened to the suggestion that Maeda should come on for a confidence boosting run out uh, Hugh Keevans but he's on he's the only change the more damning one is Lee Johnson who's felt the need to make four at once uh, I kept saying I'm longing for the day we see a team make five I don't think yeah. we've seen it too often if at all um, but four at the break is quite a statement three nothing it's flattering Hibs they are being pounded uh, and it'd be interesting to hear Lee Johnson at uh, full time because he's one of the entertaining speakers uh, among the managerial talent that we have here. So, do you think Celtic's ball boys will get man of the match, or does James Forrest now put James, cat amongst the pigeons? James on that Forrest one? has uh, shown up Abada and Maeda. Uh, by his performance today and uh, Dyson made uh, on for the second half uh, in place of Haksabanovic you can't query anything that Ange Postacoglu has done today he made five changes they ran riot in the first half he's made one change taking off uh, Haksabanovic who was arguably Celtic's best player but you can't quibble with Postacoglu because he's getting everything right yeah, is he resting Haksabanovic for the big one at Fir Park during the week Gordon because I wonder if he's now very much in the conversation to be a part of Celtic's full strength must win game front three for me he is I think he's better than Maeda and I think just now I think he's a better player than Abada I think Abada will have a terrific uh, career at Celtic but I think he's got everything in his locker gone I like him I, you know he played in a different position the last two games just behind uh, the striker I think coming off the, the flanks he's got a terrific delivery he's, he's a very clever player very skillful if it was me, I would have him and Jota in the flanks if I was playing that formation without a shadow of a doubt. Well, anyway, he's watching from the sides. Four changes for Hibs, Mark. Just a case of saving face, trying to do something, trying to get back into the game. Well, trying to be better than they were in the first half, so why not change? You could have changed anybody there, but the two full-backs in particular got mm. an extremely hard time and they've paid the price for it at half-time, but... Lee Johnson will be looking for some sort of reaction game's gone it's just about saving face now you know because Celtic we've seen this season when they get in this sort of goal scoring form they do not take their foot off the pedal yeah. I think you made the point yourself Gordon uh, that to bring on Dyson at this particular point his team's three up they're playing their best football for quite some time uh, and you've created an environment where he might get another goal he's only had one all season but if he can get one second half a boost to his confidence absolutely Hibs have now gone three at the back by the way so Campbell and Khabraha the wing backs um, trying to shuffle things up Kilmarnock started the half brightly a few moments ago I should have said Trevor Carson good save from Kyle Lafferty and Dundee United trailing so they brought on 
Arnold Jim Terrific player for Hearts mm. Back oh, in the he day was, wasn't yeah. he uh, He's recently signed for Dundee United mm. Him and Mikasen on For Sibbled and McGrath yeah. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I played alongside Fabrizio Ravinelli and Fernando Torres. I'd been managed by Bobby Robson. And I played in the Champions League with four clubs. I'd been relegated from the English Premier League, but finished runner-up in both the Scottish and the Spanish top flight. Who am I? Mm. Lot to absorb. I played alongside Fabrizio Ravinelli and Fernando Torres. Been managed by Bobby Robson. Played in the Champions League with four teams. Been relegated from the English Premier League But finished runner-up in both the Scottish And the Spanish top flight Who am I? At Clyde SSB You can see all that information written down again And that's where you send the answer So get on there At Clyde SSB on Twitter We're only looking for one name And it's a race if you like So we need to see who can get it right And who can do it the quickest Believe it or not Of all the things that we criticise him for on this show Gordon Dale has a knack for the who am I Mm. He goes from beat the pundit disaster uh, to who am I glory within the space of a a few days. So usually he's the man to beat in the punditry team. Uh, Let's see how quickly you can get that today at Clyde SSB. Dundee 2, air nil. Zach Robinson on 49 minutes. Good way to start the second half. If you're a Dundee fan, not an air fan. Um, No other goals to tell you about yet, I don't think. But there, your second half teaser is up and running. So get in touch and chuck a name into the hat. You got anything yet, Gordon? Any ideas? It's a lot more difficult this week. Um, not seeing Hugh's paper from last week. Um, <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I, I did cheat. Last I week. did cheat, and I'm I'm prepared to put my hand up and be honest about that. But uh, not just now, Gordon. But I'm sure I'll get to the bottom of it. Mm, it's a tough one. I know the route I'm going down. Yeah, that one. You know, uh, two teams. Let's see. No, no, I'm not going down that route. No, I'm not doing that route. I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on a flight just now. Yeah, I'm, no, not the name, the teams, just here. I can't even read your oh, writing okay. to be honest. Okay. Uh, Kelty Hearts one, Clyde nil. Jamie Burjonas on fifty-one minutes. Uh, yeah. That's all to tell you about in Scotland at the moment. I thought we were getting something else, but not yet. Kelty's a team that struggled to to sustain what they. They'd set out, you know, the way they started. Kevin Thompson had done a terrific job, but I wonder if the, the glass ceiling's been hit there. But the money's still been pumped in, but it's been a disappointing season for them so far. I think, by all accounts, though, the I'm not saying they didn't spend money, but, but maybe people had an idea that they spent a bit more than they actually did. Like, I'm not sure yeah. they're now in League One blowing everyone out of the water. No, probably budgets, not. Probably so. not. Probably comparing their budget to League Two, and they were far and away above anything there. Change a manager, though, change a style, might have just had a big effect on them. Uh, still nothing else in Scotland at the moment. Do you know what I was thinking? Because you know, the thing I like about this Saturday show, Hugh, is it transcends football. Yeah. We like to just talk about everything that that can resonate with the listeners and get everyone involved. With a real sad celebrity loss last night, didn't we? Just before. Yeah. Uh, we came on here and I thought that three learned men like yourselves probably had some experience you must have met Robbie Coltrane or have had a story because that was one of the real 
you know, one of the real famous faces and, and voices of Scottish popular culture and sadly no longer with us. Well, um, I met Robbie once and I met him in the Grobner Hotel in the West End of Glasgow and it was a Sunday afternoon and it was um, uncharacteristically busy for a Sunday afternoon and Robbie Coltrane was wondering why everything was going on around about him and he said to me, do you know it's... I said, it's a wedding. Uh, I said, it's my pal's wedding. Oh, on a Sunday. I said, well, you see, he supports Celtic and he wanted to get married on the 25th of May and it so happened that the 25th of May fell on a Sunday. And I, the, Just for anyone who for some yeah, reason can't join the dots, why it's the 25th the of May? date of the European Cup final win for Celtic in 1967 over Inter Milan and... The expression on Robbie Coltrane's face was <laughs> puzzlement. We'll just say puzzlement. But he was very, very nice. My wife and I sat and had a drink with him, and he was a very, very nice man. Do you not have noticed, Mark, the difference in how each generation remembers? Because there's a lot of talk about a lot of great stuff that he did. Um, and if you're a certain age, you, you tag on Harry Potter as if it was some little thing that he did at the end of his career. Um, and if you're young, you see that as being obviously the, the main the main thing uh, with worldwide fame but that, that was probably the great thing meant so much to so many people yeah it, unbelievable I mean Harry Potter well I remember watching him and cracking that but you're right Harry Potter is what you you probably remember him for now because it's worldwide fame uh, like I never met him my dad met him a couple of, six months well, ago was eight months ago oh, yeah, I delivered told you this my dad dies a a delivery, delivery driver, driver and he, he had a parcel for Robbie Coltrane he chaps the door that's a, good, that's a good claim to fame that's yeah. good and he, he says he drove up and he had all the old cars because I think he collected these yeah, didn't massive he in the driveway yeah. uh-huh. and uh, chap nobody answered chap again nobody answered he heard come in come in so <laughs> my dad just went in the house <laughs> and there he is Robbie Coltrane sitting he says oh I, I can't be bothered answering the door he said just next time you've got a parcel for my son just come in <laughs> he's <laughs> minus one car now <laughs> so my dad couldn't believe it but he says it was, he could not believe when he went up and met Robbie Coltrane just let him into the house and said just walk in anytime. just come in any time now he never got another parcel for him but mm. maybe <laughs> maybe that's telling you something see when you go up to Gordon Deal's flat on Wednesday night before the Motherwell Celtic game I've got advice for you don't just walk straight in right that door's always locked that door's always locked I did wonder why your dad was now driving a 1954 Cadillac I must admit and now it all makes sense in good shape it all makes sense Ah, sad loss so yeah and he's one of those characters we were chatting about Harry Potter that was big into Harry Potter books if the films were still going you couldn't replace that character I know they've done that in the past but he made that that role so iconic uh, maybe a slight lack of confidence dies in Maeda gets into the box he's played through Matt O'Reilly he maybe could have gone for goal chooses yeah. the pass maybe you're guilty then of over analysing these things but um, there we are Celtic still on the attack uh, what else have we got there Kelty 2 up against Clyde uh, Alfredo Aguiman on 56 minutes well, they're not struggling now are they today Clyde are struggling uh, is Danny still the manager yes. my ex-teammate um, that you're keeping up to date with your ex-teammates yeah I don't poor old Roger Hanna's struggling he's sitting there in the cold and the rain and Paisley and not a sausage what about David Friel though he's <laughs> he's just he's just constantly trying to dig or justify it and he's right I've got to the bottom of it mm. so he's been going on transfermarket.com normally reliable he says it's actually not my favourite source but anyway um 
has James Forrest down for a goal against Hearts in the 2019 Scottish Cup final but Odson Edwards scored it so Celtic are right unsurprisingly he's on 99 tough info from me apologies he says oh the postman always oh, delivers oh, eh? he's yeah. I, I tell you what I'm glad you're retired because if you'd got to that milestone of 10 goals that's a surprise 10 goals goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Come back on Four changes Have they worked Celtic 3 Hibs 1 oh. Eli Ewan uh, Eli Ewan With the goal for Hibs One of the summer recruits From Lee Johnson And he's got them Back in it Hugh Keevans yeah. It was a pass from Boyle And a good low finish To the left of Joe Hart You see I told you because Oh <laughs> ye of little faith um, So that will annoy Ange Postacoglu Because it's been Nothing but Celtic All day long uh, And they've been Picked off uh, and Joe Hart had yeah. no chance it's a, it's a cutely taken goal uh, so it, it gives Hibs some encouragement yeah. there's still what 35 minutes to play a really good goal and in this week of drawing comparisons with everything in Europe a real lesson Gordon that if you can convert 100% of your chances or even a high percentage of your chances you can impact games in a meaningful way Hibs have offered Absolutely nothing Celtic have been All over it Hibs get the one chance And score, score yeah. That's allowed It's perfectly allowable In a week where Celtic Are you know, passing up Three and four and five chances However <laughs> Hold on Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Remember I said earlier James Forrest was in 100 goals for Celtic yes. And then we got it wrong yes. James Forrest is now in 100 <laughs> goals for Celtic <laughs> And on the day he's got a hat-trick Lee Johnson will be tearing his hair out Because Hibs give themselves a chance Albeit a slim one And Celtic go right up the other end This one's deflected off Paul Hanlon High into the net Celtic 4 Hibs 1 James Forrest hat-trick 100 goals for the club well, Magnificent player for the club And... Uh, that sums him up uh, he's come in out of the cold he has played uh, at a time when Maeda uh, and Abada have been the favoured choices and uh, he's rattled in the, f- the fourth goal for Celtic and uh, it's not good to be close after all <laughs> <laughs> change your mind in that <laughs> oh, I, wonder, Lee Johnson, though. Yeah. Oh. I wonder when you score for the goal for him do you run and get the ball you sprint back to the halfway line right we've got them now oh. 4-1 <laughs> what an achievement though 100 goals for the club Yeah, I mean incredible and what a way to mark it we scoring a hat trick now yeah the, that's right Yeah. now the selection dilemma for Antipostokoglu midweek Motherwell Cup uh, how do you leave him out now? yeah I can't believe I'm about to disrespect my own team like this but it's probably is it, is it more of a selection headache if you're going into a Champions League game? Like, I don't think that, well, there won't be any huge controversy if James Forrest plays no. um, against Man against. I think he'll be mighty. desperate to play because mm-hmm. he'll, he'll understand what's ahead of him in terms of Jota maybe Haxabanovic Abada has uh, shown in recent times he's ahead of him uh, when you score a hat trick you're thinking I, I need to play the next game if he scores against Motherwell then he's got a real argument that he continues yeah. in that form for the big games that are coming around pretty quickly. So 4-1 Celtic, James Forrest, hat-trick. Um, St Mirren, Kilmarnock is still goalless. Sorry, Roger Hanna. Livy 1-up on St Johnston. And Ross County 1-up on Dundee 
United remind us of the teaser Hugh and we'll do some wrong answers try and help people along the way again a lot of information to absorb I played alongside Fabrizio Ravanelli and Fernando Torres I've been managed by Bobby Robson and I've played in the Champions League with four clubs I've been relegated from the English Premier League but finished runner-up in both the Scottish and the Spanish top flight who am I? Okay, the most common wrong answer FM Dafty, Mark Ward, Stephen Lundstrom Shane Gilchrist, Stephen Lynn, Johnny McKenna All going for Janino. Not Janino. Isabel thinks it's Mikel Arteta Like to help you Isabel And but John McIlvany has thrown in The man with the most famous braids in Scottish football Diego Laxalt No Okay, we've got one of these Goal flashes With Clydebilt Home Improvements See the saying about buses and all coming along at once. I don't know if that works in Dundee, but Tony Watt has scored again. Is that the third game in succession for Tony Watt? Is it three yes, in a row? Yeah. And he's found the back of the net after being criticised for a poor goal return. He certainly found his shooting boots. Ross County won, Dundee United won, and it is Tony Watt on 61 minutes. Liam Fox uh, appears to be good for him uh, because he, he languished for a long time on one goal following his move from Motherwell but uh, he's found the boots with the goals in them yeah three and four my apologies not three in a row of didn't course we didn't score against Hibs Behich yeah. 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 who scored that lovely goal yeah. yep we've got that uh, now uh, yeah I've got it okay no, 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 it. hang fire we've got it I've got it on the, the teaser you mean <laughs> yes that's yes. nonsense now when you're you're you put, see that there what I said there that that was what you've wrote Ten minutes later. No, you didn't. You went. See that there? What's she? Yeah. But I thought in this I dressing room. I thought None of this, this works on radio, we, by the way. No, yeah, look, look, look what I've read. I, 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 I squiggled down two teams, right? And you said you couldn't read my writing. One of the teams was the, t- is the team. I, get it. I had that. Okay. I really had that. I was on the money with that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Celtic four Hibs one. Still waiting on goals uh, in Paisley. Uh, that's the only place in the top flight. Livy one up St Johnston. Dundee United now level. How many people? called this programme when James Forrest got the contract extension at Celtic Park and said mm. what are doing? Well, why are they giving him that mm. so at I, I, 5 o'clock tonight some yeah, people may I wish to come it's on. justified I get because, because of the length of time yeah, it was at, at 2 o'clock of period. at 2 o'clock today you still might have said yeah <laughs> give James Forrest that long contract yeah um, but he shows his worth having around you know he's he'll play He'll never mm. play 60 games a season now for Celtic He never did of course because of his injuries But he shows in big big moments he can still yeah. produce Josh Todd has Queen of the South 2 up against Peter Head 65 minutes gone there in Dumfries They're having a shocker this season Peter uh, Head. Clyde are back in it Jordan Allen's made it Kelty 2 Clyde 1 Bonnie Rig Rose 1 East 5 2 Alex Ferguson scoring for East 5 Ooh. On the 64th minute Great name for you um, Joe Hart just plucks one out the air His mum and dad must have had a sense of history <laughs> Must have known he was going to be a footballer I have a sense of history Ferguson, your surname, call him Alex Right, are they going to take Forrest off to give him a round of applause from his support? That's what usually happens, isn't it? And then bring on a badder uh, Why not? Forrest has been brilliant Listen, I always say, if you have no critics, you have no success in life so, you know, it doesn't you, usually drop two stupid quotes in one show. No, but but it's You're true. up because the last one was about desserts or something. No, but I just think that Forrest. I've always thought he'd something to offer it. I just don't think mm. you have that career and then just drop off the the radar as a player. Run that one by me again. 
just to make sure it, it makes sense. If you have no critics, then you have no success in life. Uh huh. Mm. You happy with that here? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, mate. I think it works. Well done. Let's get down, down, deeper and down. No sure about that one. I'm not I sure. sure. I, don't, I don't think Saturday afternoon Clyde one Super Scoreboard is, is the is the floor for a philosophical debate. But <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. You see, the Dazzlers turned into a popular light entertainer. You know, I heard his song midweek. Oh, of course, yes. And now he's doing status quo because I was he, stitched up with that here because he thinks I look like Francis Rossi in this game. We got the clip of that actually. Just no, because, I don't. No, listen, we've had that enough. It's important, right? Because it's some not. people, it's a different audience. Sometimes, sometimes people will listen at the weekend and they haven't heard it during the week, or they're out and about doing their shopping or whatever it may be. So, just to the, the story really behind that was I was so happy that I thought that producer Cam was going to stitch Mark like what, he did. We'll get Matt. back to the story once we've got the evidence. Right. Um, just thinking about substitutions. Just it up for me. Uh, Matt O'Reilly and someone else, James Forrest. There we are. There you go. Off. I think all four subs left available to Celtic will come on because Ange Postacoglu during the week went on about fixture congestion and the toll it is taking mm. your players. Primarily Jota at the moment for Celtic, so I see no reason why he wouldn't bring on the remaining. And see, even subs. that, that he, he usually makes most of them anyway when, yeah. when he's not speaking about that stuff. So you're right. Um, Partick Thistle are in front at Hamilton Ackies, Scott Tiffany uh, with the goal there. Ian McCall drove by me the other day. Yeah. That's, it, that's, that's all I've got. That's the link the to, to Partick Thistle. Full training kit. Um, on. The only the reason I bring it up is because it was when I was on my way. To meet you for the charity zip yeah. slide that we did. The burning hands. Coffee and Finiston before, up to the Sky Park, watch you Had make Vaseline a backside of yourself. I didn't make and, a backside, um, I, was, I was very brave. You're brave, on the you're a big brave boy. I was brave on the day. Well done. Um, yeah, so to recap, Hugh, what actually happened the other night for anyone who didn't listen, he was asked to come into the studio and record some stuff for George and Cassie to use in the morning. Yep. Um, but he was left alone with a microphone and it was recording so he kept making mistakes as I'm sure you can imagine he was trying to read the script and he was getting it wrong um, but what he didn't realise is that of course the mic was was recording it all and that producer Callum could hear everything so this is how it was going Would you know it's off that's the worst I've heard what he never wore oh, f- off <laughs> and that's a wrap boom boom get in there so he's caught out moaning at himself and swearing because he can't read the script properly and then at the end for some reason he must get a bit bored and he decides to treat us all to a very disturbing rendition don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me don't you (laughs) oh my god don't you as bad as that oh can no, I shield the heat his red face I should say <laughs> <laughs> the songs the, the backing track if you like has obviously been added in later for comedic uh, purposes oh, but I love seeing the actual singing is just him <laughs> don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me awful oh, truly oh. truly awful oh yes that mix way your, your line about the heating Earlier on, nah, don't don't an please, don't, please don't revisit that. If you, yeah, if no, no, <laughs> you're not. Mind. You're not happy with that, are you? You're. <laughs> look at the face on him. I think it was Martin Boyle who curled one past the post. James Forrest 
puts the big jacket on. It's big jacket time of year, isn't oh, it? Oh, big jacket, yeah. I'm working at Pitodry tomorrow. Oh, big, oh, big, big, it's big jacket. It's, it's big jacket season in and, August at Pitodry. So yeah. and remember sure the seagulls. They went after new lunch one, and they'll be tomorrow. waiting for you. New nah, one or got, got, got recycling? A new, got a new one last year that didn't get that much use. So I'm thinking that'll get I'll be getting a good run at this out. season. That's yeah. a nice wee trip up there. Good game, Aberdeen Hearts. Dave will have a burger yeah. waiting for you when you get there. Yeah. On holiday, watch see what see what he's up to. Mm. And um, Jim Goodwin's back on the touchline for tomorrow because they've lost the deal now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, in the aftermath of that Martin Boyle shot, Joe Hart, uh, he got caught out with one in Europe. Didn't get caught out this time, but did pass the ball straight to Hibbs. And uh, no, no punishment in the end, but another heart in mouth moment. Oh, he's, he's not the, the best with the ball at his feet. Just not the best. No, he's not. But he can usually keep the ball at the net, and I'm I'm a big one for that. Celtic tried that yes, a couple of seasons ago. Remember with Brendan yeah. Rodgers and yeah. let's go with this all football and goalkeeper. The problem was he couldn't save a shot from forty yards. Boris de Vries. Yes, so. Always have a goalkeeper you can rely on, and Joe Hart generally is that. You know, I know he makes his mistakes, but good goalkeeper. Bonnie Rig Rose one East five three, uh, so not a bad game there at all. Four goal thriller. We've got five at Celtic Park. We've got two in Dingwall. We've got one in Livingston, and nothing at all for Roger Hanna. Saint Mirren nil, Kelly nil. Wow. It doesn't sound the best. No excitement whatsoever coming in for Roger. Doesn't doesn't sound like it. Uh, Keogh goes on, so time to see if he can yeah. score the same challenge that was laid down to Maeda earlier, and it's Hatati that's gone off for Kyogo. <coughs> nice attacking change when you're four one up. Yeah, well, they've played exceptionally well, Celtic. Uh, the, the the goal that Hib scored was cutely taken by Yuan. Uh, and Joe Hart had no chance with it but uh, the story of the game 70 minutes in is that Celtic have played as well as they have done since the 3rd of September when they beat Rangers Yeah, they've been brilliant they, they really have, especially the first half I mean, when you're looking for it, as I said at the start it's all about reactions, how you react to a disappointing result at home midweek, how do you react to changing so many bodies uh, you've got to say they've been Top class today. Postecoglou will be delighted with the performance. Yeah, it's uh, a big, big chance for Abada. You know, for talking about guys that have missed chances in Europe, he's sent clear. Uh, he's through and puts the ball wide of goal. So, not an ideal one for him. But again, Celtic still comfortable. It's an odd one for him. You know, take knock midweek. You go off and you're you're back at it. You know, for the weekend. Initially, we thought, oh, that that must be a badge and. Especially with it being so close to half time, you thought maybe just nurse through it and see how you react in the dressing room. But he was pretty quick to to come off. But it's good to see that it's no long term damage and he's back in the fold again. You wonder if Abada, given his age, and he's still a very young man, if this kind of, uh, I can't say slump, it's only been a couple of weeks, but if this yeah. drop off in form. Uh, is understandable at, at his age. At risk of being unfair, that that's a, it's a half chance. This one. Oh, it's, it's, you know we're not talking about a sitter here. So um, just before we go overboard with it, something that Celtic really like that central midfielder to do, Gordon. It was Aaron Moy this time. Mm-hmm. Real Hatati did it against Real Madrid, and the, the clip went viral. Everyone loved it. You saw him trying it again in Europe the other night, where the throw in from one side. 
and the central midfielder lets it bounce and then instantly turns and hooks it sort of on the volley out to the other side and it's been quite effective for Celtic that's exactly how that came about Aaron Moy did it this time uh, through to Abada yeah everybody's got to be in sync with it going obviously try and training they'll work on that to try and just you know suck the, um, the the opposition in and then leave the space make sure the winger knows what's exactly happened and plus the fact when you've got guys that have got it in their locker it certainly helps because Hatati can do it Moy big game for him today um, you know he's been in and out and you know mostly his appearances have come off the bench I think that he needs this 90 minutes a lot of talk about uh, Ryan Portis getting into this he's Hibs man of the moment he's scoring at one end he's doing good things at the other and in fact I think we've got another one yes we do Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Celtic 5, Hibs 1 and it's a second for Georgios Giacomakis he took a knock on the foot a few moments before but showed no ill effects to pick himself up and convert the fifth goal of the afternoon for Celtic and with almost 20 minutes to go uh, this could turn into a proper ugly afternoon for Hibs Look for Lee Johnson at time up Uh, you know Gabriel can get down there and speak to him because he'll take his side apart I think but in fairness they've been overpowered by a very good Celtic side yeah and it's, it's a really really good move this one it goes a brilliant ball from Ralston lively run from Abada good composure cuts it back to Giacomacus and then a finish in off the post it's devastating really in That's terms of how thing. quick it is Ralston's got it in defence and it's in the net within mm. seconds Ralston and Abada seem to have that down to a tee they do don't yeah, they yeah that reverse pass inside the full back for him to run on it but he has to get, have a bit of composure the young man to pull it back and it's a great finish I said Celtic would cruise to victory today but I, I don't think I was expecting five and it could it probably mm. could be more and it might just be the last action for Jack because that knock that he took I think is bothering him uh, he gave the old signal to come off so we'll see what happens there Keogh goes on big deflection in the end of the finish actually um, didn't realise that at the time um, but, but the build up certainly was impressive from Celtic and if Giacomacus does go off well, you know you'd be de- as a senior forward you're desperate to stay on for that hat trick you're wanting to, want to claim half the ball off James Forrest so you get it for one week he gets it for the next um, <clears throat> I just think they'll be interesting to see if he does stay on Gordon um, uh, there's no point taking any chances <laughs> the game's well and truly put to bed um, he's an outstanding goal scorer see you think I like Jack him I, 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 a lot of people number one is Kyogo I like Jack Mac. I think he brings everything to the table I mean he did the games like last week I agree with Daz by the way some callers said Jack Marcus was great last week I agree with you he wasn't great last Hopeless. week but he'd done the most important thing was being in the right, <laughs> right position right to, time to 90 odd minutes aye, and scores a goal so who cares if he was hopeless he scores the winning goal and he's got a knack I just that's what I like about him Mark right I, 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 I will argue with anybody that he had a poor poor game but the one thing he does Right up till last minute, he puts his cell into great positions, and all of a sudden, he makes his cell out the hero. I think that's what great strikers are about. Very good strikers indeed, and I think he's in that category. And at midweek, you know, he comes on as well. I thought he made a instant impact uh, midweek. Thought he should have still had a penalty. So in the European state, you might just find him playing 
you know, for the, the remaining games coming up, Shakhtar's a big game coming up and away in the Bernabeu, uh, might just find out that he's in and Kyogo doesn't start these games. Uh, I think oh. for, I, I did think about you, Gordon, um, in you, my Gordon. own spare time, which I try not to do, um, because the caller did come on last week, give you a hard time for that. Um, and I think after, didn't Ange Postacoglu say Giacomakis was sloppy? Despite scoring the winner, so there he we was go. poor. A his vindication link up, yeah, for his, his link-up play was good, but you've had uh, poor. But mm. he's he just kept going, puts himself in the right position, gets a valuable winner. So that's what good strikers are all about. Hugh, remind us of your question, please. The second half teaser, Jackie Marcus does go off. By the way. Um, just let me bring you that before we do get the question uh, and James McCarthy on so it's just a very different type but um, Marisha Tighten it up no, no, real, no other strikers on the bench because they've all either come on or mm. been on uh, sorry Hugh the question yeah. I have played alongside Fabrizio Ravinelli and Fernando Torres I have been managed by Bobby Robson I've played in the Champions League with four clubs I've been relegated from the English Premier League but finished runner-up in both the Scottish and the Spanish top flight. Who am I? Um, a shout here from the riffraff for Geiska Mendieta. He never played up here, did what he? What a player he was. Uh, oh, is it come? Lau or Law says Paolo Vanoli? No. Uh, Sean Courtney thinks it's Claudio Canigia. It's not. Chris Adams thinks it's Charlie Adam. Oh. Spanish top flight, Charlie Adam. <laughs> Champions League four clubs. Mm. Okay, uh, none of them. Keep them coming at Clyde SSB. People got it. Yes. Is that the first? No. No. We. We. There's no we about not. it. Yes. <laughs> I got it. Another, I've played against this guy. Is that keen? Oh, what's that you're going to give that away there? I've played against yeah. this guy. Yeah. When he was up here. Yep. Aye. Okay. I wondered. Who did you play against? Well, I don't want to say just now because it's the answer to the teaser. Every time that happens, and I always, I, I, I always bring it up of the time Alex Ray blurted out the answer. <laughs> Ian Wright! To the, to the teaser as soon as the question was asked. But that leads me on. Did you see he is in charge of Reading today? He's, he's yeah. the man in charge. Wait, why, why, where's Inch? That actually I'm not entirely sure of. I probably should have looked that up. It's quite a key. <laughs> key had a holiday bit like Rory <laughs> McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> had quite a key part of the uh, the story. How are they going? But, but he's in he's in charge at the moment. I don't know so. actually. How are they going? Uh, the um, last time I seen they were getting beat one. Uh, this is his big moment. Uh, shine. Ah, uh, good. Day. They're doing well down there. By the way, what's that? Sorry, they're two 0 down. Two. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Maybe not. Ah, but see, West Brom. I've got the old no manager or new manager uh, bounce. Yeah, since Steve Bruce went. But yeah, so. have they got a new manager in, or is it caretaker? No, caretaker. James Morrison's part of the team. The team. It's the under twenty-one well, coach. Him. They'll, get, they'll be James Morrison and someone else. that's taken Matt Phillips. They'll be announced in Monday morning. International. He scored. One of the goals. That's what usually happens. Caretaker goes in first result, announcement Monday morning. There you go. Um, Celtic very much still on the front foot. 5 1 up against Hibbs. St. Mirren, Kelly. Anything for Roger Hanna? <laughs> Anything at all oh, happening? No. Strand will be going all over the place. <laughs> 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 he'll, he'll not be happy, will he? Yeah, it's he always will. windy there, isn't it? Oh, this Strand will be. He, he may have missed two goals. We never know. He's got to be a hat man, <laughs> is he not? In no. this sort of weather. No, he doesn't. So you never wear a hat Keep that big strand in Frozen <laughs> Honestly <laughs> He's got to stick that in the radiator When he gets home <laughs> <laughs> Joel Nubley had the ball in the net By the way for um, Livy But it doesn't stand And uh, still Ross County won Dundee United won There was a shot off the bar From Dylan Levitt 
So United looking for what might be the winner or certainly to go in front but nothing doing at the moment Three wins in a row that would look good in Liam Fox's record that's, that's what they're going for Absolutely Old Aka My Aka is looking decent for this afternoon I'm only waiting a goal for St Mirren and I've got them all up But I don't think it'll happen Doesn't sound like there's much action there does there? Mind is going where my Aka's normally go Tend to go in the bin I'm to only waiting St Johnson to the place where the bad actors go to live. Goal at St Johnson. And that'll be you? That'll be me up. Yep. So you're waiting on. Well, we'll see. We Probably will see. get false information if St Johnston do score at Livingston. <laughs> get that verified. Uh, yeah. I'm not we'll quite be, sure. We'll Going to soccer base again. And <laughs> 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 uh, the post there. What a nickname. He'll uh, be thinking about that all night. Oh, yeah. He's done now. That reputation has well and truly gone. Live on radio No longer a posting right, Keep going We'll give you another Five Maybe just over five minutes On the teaser Remind us of the question Hugh please Okay I have played alongside Fabrizio Ravinelli And Fernando Torres I've been managed by Bobby Robson I've played in the Champions League With four clubs I've been relegated From the English Premier League But finished runner up In both the Scottish And the Spanish Top flight Who am I? Callum Ray thinks it's Diouf No uh, FM Dafty says second guest Tommy Gravison no not Mark Powell former teammate yeah, of Mark yeah. Wilson no Mark it's Powell. not him was he still living in Vegas do, do I don't think? know uh, I'm not sure because you met him didn't you well I met, well, I met him in Vegas yeah and, uh, but like not planned either you no no, no he was just I didn't know he was out there and he was, he was sunbathing and just shouted over hundreds of people at Whoa. the MGM you know, sunbathing and he just shouts. Big booming voice. Yeah. It's <laughs> the last guy I want to see <laughs> in Vegas. And then that was it. That next time I seen him, it was at Celtic Park when Celtic played Copenhagen and he was a different character. Media, you know, very well behaved and very straight. And I'm thinking, that's isn't the same guy. It is. So, yeah, so when you met him in Vegas, he was living there. He was living there, hi. But I, I gamb- didn't know that. So I said, or something. I said mm. to him, what are you doing here? He says, I live here. Say like, what? Good place to live. Aye, so he, he, he was good at gambling, apparently. I think he got into, was it Please gamble responsible comes poker or something like that, and he, he made a lot of money. Comes to Celtic, goes to Vegas, lives in Vegas, comes to Celtic, lives in Cumbernauld. No difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we are the polar opposites. I mean, imagine are, a life swap. And he's, when he arrived. Not wife, by the way. When, well, when he arrived, his wife was in the entertainment business. Remember when he arrived from Real Madrid to Celtic? She was uh, an adult. I don't know what that means. I didn't know that. Oh, the adult entertainment business. Right. Yes. So that was exciting for us. Um, (laughs) Very rarely (laughs) saw (laughs) her. Seriously. We get the code. I didn't know that. Is that that a well known thing? (laughs) (laughs) I knew that before he even came to Celtic. Did I do a good job of convincing you that that I didn't know that? Um, Just (laughs) my pal told me. Celtic 5, Hibs 1, St Mirren 0, Kilmarnock 0, Livy 1, St Johnston 0, Ross County 1, Dundee United 1. We get any late drama, Hugh? I don't know I'm asking you, as if you can predict, but... Uh, uh, Dundee United, I fancy to score a winning goal. It'd be quite something. But worryingly for Ange Postacoglu, Kyogo Furuhashi, he's gone down not long after coming on. Mm. Um, just it, the way it's going for Kyogo Moy Moy should have scored and Kyogo's the one that box up his backside six yards out you know wrong place wrong time 
and like you says there, he's down. And Celtic fans will. He's also hit the bar. Eh, not the bar. The post. post. Yeah, Kyogo. Um, nice moment for David Wotherspoon comes on for St Johnson for the first time in a year. Horrendous injury, mm. so great to see him back. I think was that his knee? With a was it his knee? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, good player, Weatherspoon. Mm. I always find it tricky playing against him. I really did. He's he's a player, wasn't he? Blessed with does the old chop, pace, but he? oh, the chalk he's got that way, didn't he? Back there. Yeah, very good. So yes, uh, good to see him back on. I think Kyogo has gone off, but I think he'll be coming back on. He doesn't look to be too badly hurt at all. Yeah, I think he's going to be all right. Um, keep your answers coming in, and the teas are going to round that off in just. One or two minutes, I think. I won't do, won't do too much longer. What are you two whispering at over there, like a couple of school he's got, children? He's got, I'm trying to advise this guy. He's got a massive decision to make. He's not making it, <laughs> and I'm telling him, press the button. Press the button. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I say to you every week, please no. do it responsibly. <laughs> press the button. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I'm Can gonna, we give away who I'm we're gonna, for? I'm going to hold it. Oh, I can't believe it. What is your hope for this afternoon? Well, I've always Anand. been a big fan of Anand. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> always got been it. a big fan of Anand. This guy deserves nothing. I'm telling you, he's got one birdie there. Don't go for the two. Tell, uh, press the button. Um, I don't think Celtic's next goal is imminent or anything, Hugh, but you never know. Hibs have not really offered very much to take two. Oh. One chance very well, we should yeah. say. And then vanished. They they were anonymous before Celtic racked up their goals and they then then they got one against the run of play and now they've vanished again. Yep. I've got to say Hibbs' goal was was very good. You know, oh. much you know what? As much like the way some of the the Champions League goals have came about, you know, slick one touch passing, pace and through and ruthless in front of goal but he was right after that they just went back into their shell Celtic have been absolutely terrific today every one of their players can I say there's been many failures in there Forrest comes in needs a big performance you get a hat trick Jackie Marcus in proves a point scores two following his one last week full backs have done well as well couple of assists in there for both of them well, it's been a, an outstanding day for the, the full squad and the manager because his decisions does that if it didn't that, go right does that, criticised. does that take that argument away then Mark about too many changes of course you know they've made what six today five, five. Well, we always say they've been excellent at St Mirren and Ross County away when he makes all those changes we always made the argument he should be able to because the players he brought in were good enough the yeah. players underperform sometimes but I think it also helps being at home first yeah, and foremost oh, yeah. the going, yeah. going to St Mirren is just a, it's a tougher challenge than, than being at home to him. Yeah. it's a different environment of course playing at Celtic Park the huge area you've got to play in then your game plan is much easier to carry out than it is against St Mirren and also the challenge of, like, say, Jota's out, for instance. You know, there's one or two um, McGregor, the captain's out. There's spaces there to go and stake a claim. Look at Forrest today. Be very difficult to leave him out against uh, Motherwell midweek. Um, let's do a last set of wrong answers, Hugh. I'm going to assume that. Well, I know for a fact that Shane Duffy's not the answer, is it? No. Billy asked that. Andy Keithness thinks it's Frank De Boer. Nope. 
Pot Zog thinks it's Nuno Capuccio. No. And Brian Laurie thinks it's Stevie Archibald. Ah. So let's finish it off. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I've played alongside Fabrizio Ravanelli and Fernando Torres. I've been managed by Bobby Robson. I've played in the Champions League with four clubs. I've been relegated from the English Premier League, but finished runner-up in both the Scottish and the Spanish top flight. I am Emerson. Emerson, yeah. well done. If you got it right, lots of you did. Great knowledge out there. Yeah. I don't know how how you'll get them so so easily. You're brilliant at them, I must say. Um, the quickest whoa, third place was Paul Burns. Second place Bruce, and first place Degenerate zero six nine. So well done to Bruce. Degenerate Bruce, Bruce first name. and Paul Burns, the winners of the second half teaser. Uh, Dunfermline won, FC Edinburgh nil. Liam Fontaine with an 89th minute own goal, never ideal. Oh. Stenhouse Muir won, Stirling Albion two. Paul McLean on 84 minutes, giving Stirling Albion possibly all three points. I don't know why we're so far behind. And in fact, Stenhouse Muir won, Stirling Albion three now. So the points are in the bag, and we've got another one of these goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. Celtic 6, Hibs 1, and it's Dyson Maeda. What did we say? Half time. Yeah. Might be a good time to get him on and get him a goal. And it's taken him right to the end of the match, but that is indeed what's taking place. So Dyson Maeda rounds it off for Celtic on the 89th minute. It's Celtic 6, Hibs 1. Well, uh, you know, remarkable given that. The disappointment of RB Leipzig on Tuesday uh, was then followed by Ange Postecoglou talking about fixture congestion, the toll being taken of players, uh, and then today he makes five changes and you wonder uh, how it will go for him, but it has gone tremendously well for him. 6-1, and I still maintain Hibs are getting off lightly. It's been an unbelievable performance from Celtic. It dies in my head. I certainly needed it. Again, I was just carved open and it's been an absolute rout. When Celtic, you can quite clearly see, when they take their chances, they mm. are unstoppable. They don't take their foot off the pedal. And uh, we kept hearing that another team was going to take a battering with the amount of chances Celtic create. Well, it's been like that today. And they've hit the post and they've had their own players block things practically on the line. But you know what they're going to say, they can't do it in the Champions League. (laughs) They can't do it when it goes up a a, a massive level. Um, But, look, there's no better way to answer. Because Hibs came in there third in the league, decent form. I know they lost week uh, um, midweek, but they've been in decent form and they've absolutely battered them yeah so one for Hibs easy street for Celtic and that will be that Celtic fans how impressed have you been you can look back on it on the open line uh, as soon as these games are done so get your calls into us please Um, a Crawford header saved at Livingston so Livingston looking to uh, sorry St Johnson looking to get back into level terms there but still Livy one up still level Ross County Dundee United one all and still absolutely nothing for Roger Hanna goalless between St Mirren and Kilmarnock <laughs> Roger <laughs> sitting there freezing yeah. Hanna, man. at least he's not got far to go up the road uh, yeah yeah that's right he's picked an easy shift this afternoon strictly on just forget yeah, about it yeah, just move yeah. on move on with your night 
Mrs. Keevan's big Strictly fan, isn't she? Do you yeah. get subjected to that? Uh, I don't mind. I, 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 I like the programme. Um, but, yes, that will be on by the time I get back. Yeah. Okay, here's the, the difference between you two, Keevan's and DL summed up. You're more of a masked dancer, man. Yeah, I like that. So you like the chaotic, like the nonsense version. Hugh's more of a connoisseur. Yeah. And then what I do is I turn my recliner around for the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like, to, I like to do that. I think you, you play a part in the, the, the game. I have absolutely <laughs> no doubt that that's true. Yeah, that's that true. Yeah, yeah I like flat. that. On his own. Yeah. <laughs> Take a strange thing. You would do. Have you, seen, have you seen Tony Adams on Strictly? Oh dear, I wish I hadn't. It's horrendous. Like, yeah. mo- I, I actually don't. I try not to watch it. I'm not a huge fan. Mrs. Duncan is a big fan. She watches it. Um, but I get. I do, however, watch Gogglebox quite regularly on a uh-huh. Friday, and they they show Tony Adams every week because yeah. you. You know that he's rubbish, basically. Do not have his shirt off last week or something, or his trousers. Yeah, or... the, 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 <laughs> not a good combination, that is, uh, But ah. I mean, he's an entertainer, a showman. Yeah, a sh- <laughs> I'm not sure, but a showman. He looks a bit wooden. When's the invite coming for you? Imagine it. Him I, strictly. I, I couldn't really. I couldn't go down. Not with the hat. I've no. I've not got the moves. Have you seen Tony Adams? <laughs> no, I don't watch it. I've never watched it. Believe me, I don't, I don't watch it. I'm not a fan. Um, a frustrating afternoon for Cove Leighton McIntosh has waited to the 91st minute They're getting beat and he's Violently Hit someone oh. by the looks of it And um, been sent off So violent conduct for him Alloa 2, Airdrie nil. Full time whistles starting to go oh, Roger Hanna full time Talk it up well, thank goodness that's overcome. St Mirren nil, Kilmarnock nil. St Mirren have missed the chance to go third in the Premiership tonight, but Kilmarnock have got the point that keeps them off the bottom. And to be fair, they thoroughly deserved the point. They could have been ahead early on. Ash Taylor heading over the bar and Ryan Alibi also flashing a left foot shot wide of the far post. St Mirren grew into the game before the break. Decent save by Zach Hemming pushing over a shot from Ryan Strain. Jonah Younger then sclaffed a shot when the ball was headed down by his strike partner Curtis Main. And Main had the best chance for St Mirren just stop each time at the end of the first half a diving header from six yards which just went fractionally beyond the far post second half took on much of the same dimensions as the first Kelly starting really brightly good save by Trevor Carson to deny his Northern Ireland international teammate Kyle Lafferty straight from the kickoff. Dan Armstrong then curled a shot wide from outside the box and even though they lost Blair Alston to injury Kilmarna kept in the front foot but again like the first half St Mirren sort of grew into the game there was a free kick from their captain Marco Harrowell held by Hemming Declan Gallagher glanced a header wide at the near post from a corner but Kilmarnock had a chance right at the death to win a decent break down the right hand side the ball rotated back into Alan Powell the skipper delivered the ball to the back post and substitute Christian Doyes just couldn't get enough in his header and it drifted to safety at the far post six and a half thousand here I'm not too sure any of them are going up the road happy St Mirren nil Kilmarnock nil full time Celtic Park let's speak to Fraser and Gabriel Celtic 6 Hibernian 1 at full time and a terrific performance from the hoops Spear headed by James Forrest, whose hat-trick took 100 goals for the club. It all started in the ninth minute, saying Haksabanovic cuts in from the left, decrossed the far post over every hip's head, and it was met by James Forrest to volley it back across the goal and give them the perfect start. About 10 minutes later, George's Yakumakis struck a really good ball from the overlapping Alexandro Bernabe, a convincing finish, side-footed in by the Greek. 
in the 24th minute, Celtic were pretty much home and hosed. Haksivanovic beat his man again, smashed the ball across. It was bouncing around the, uh, the box and it came to James Forrest, who took one touch, coming it high up Marshall. A uh, powerful shot, but it should have been a routine save for the keeper. Uh, he dropped it, trickled over the line, an absolute howler, and Forrest had his second. 3-0 at half-time, and there were four Hibs changes. Lee Johnson clearly not happy. It did work. Uh, in the 56th minute, Eli Yuan got his first lead goal for the Hybees. It was their first push forward in the half. Boyle slipped him through. A near-post strike, a really good finish. It gave Hibs a glimmer of hope, but it faded straight away. Two minutes later, there was a loose ball in the middle of the park. Aaron Moy slipped in Forrest, who steadied himself. He knew the weight of history was on him, but he hammered the ball in. Fear a deflection of Paul Hanlon. That's his hat-trick. That is his 100th goal. Yakumax's second came from a devastating move. Ralston had a brilliant pass inside the opposing fullback to Abada, who pulled it back, and the Greek was there to finish a cross goal. And Dazen Maida got in on the act in the 89th minute to round it off, slid in at the back post. It could have easily been more. Abada dragged one wide, had one brilliantly saved. Kyogo smashed the post after he came on, and then blocked what would have been a goal from Moy. It was so, so simple Celtic today, Fraser. And you've got to say, that's the best they've played in, in over a month. Yeah, I think it's a combination of how well Celtic played and how poor Hibs uh, were as well. That's led to, to the 6-1. Perfect antidote to the European Blues for Ange Postacoglu. He changes team around, brought in Forrest and Yakamakis. They get five goals between them. He then chooses to bring on Dyson Mayeda, who's out of form, lacking confidence in front of goal. He gets a goal as well. He's allowed to take O'Reilly off as well. Good performance by Bernabe Ralston. All in all, a perfect day for Celtic. I say they played really well at times. They just moved the ball. It all looks so simple. I have to say Hibs were really poor, really, really poor, and very passive standing off Celtic at all times. But it's all about Celtic. The players are going round the ground just now, applauding the supporters that are left here. And it's been a fantastic day for Celtic as a, as a, as a team and as a club. Yeah, close to a flawless afternoon for the Hoops, who are back to their best and five points clear at the top of the league. Full time here, Celtic six, Hibs one. It's also finished in Dingwall, Dave Galloway. Yeah, full time here in Dingwall, Ross County 1, Dundee United 1, early at Goalmouth, excitement was in pretty short supply, but entertainment levels did rise as the first half progressed, White had a couple of headed efforts for County from Kinkola's cross and Purrington's free kick, which missed the target, Watt went close to the Tangerines when he got his head to Freeman's cross, but it was the Staggies who broke the deadlock after 39 minutes, Purrington uh, fed Callaghan, who found the top corner with a really nice Sublime finish from the edge of the area. Almost on the half-time whistle, United came close to equalising. Middleton burst through on the left, and Laidlaw blocked very well for a corner from which he saved Watt's shot. United with Jume uh, making his debut, uh, coming on as sub for the start of the second half, were quickly out of the traps after the interval. Middleton set up Watt, and from about 10 yards, he rifled a drive just past the post. You know, uh, you know, expected him, uh, fancied him to hit the target at least but he made no mistake in the 61st minute great work on the left by Middleton who fired the ball across goal for Watt to tuck home United went so close to going 2-1 ahead through Levitt he thundered a brilliant dipping drive from at least 30 yards off the underside of the bar but County steadied as uh, full time beckoned they had a late rally that did concern their opponents with some balls into the box almost on the full time whistle deep into injury time Dandra sent in a lovely inviting free kick but there were no takers honours even here at the Global Energy Stadium Ross County 1 Dundee United 1 it is now finished in Livingston after a bit of a delay David Friel 
Full time Gordon Livingston, one St Johnston, nil Dylan Baham Buller picked a perfect time to get his first Livy goal as he fired them into the top six. And after the half had, I have double checked that it was his first Livingston goal. But all seriousness, this was a big win for David Martindale's side who rode their luck in the opening stages, but then came on really strong in the second half. St Johnston had all their chances in the first eight minutes. Stephen May pouncing a short back pass, but Shamal George made a point blank save from him. James Brown then fired a shot off the underside of the bar as Livy escaped. That was a poor spell after that. Not much football played, but Baham Buller grabbed the all important goal in 35 minutes. Found space at the edge of the box and he had a goal. The shot took a wicked deflection off Andy Considine and left Remy Matthews wrong footed. That was Harrison St Johnson, but Liverpool the better team in the second half. Saints never, didn't offer much really until the closing stages with probably creating the better chances. Stephen Kelly played really, really well. He played in Jason Holt after a long bursting run and he had a shot save. Nicky Devlin an effort blocked by Hambula again, poked right from inside the box. Joel Nubley then had a goal ruled out for a block but one was enough as Livy move up to fifth place St Johnson, as I said they came on strong at the end Ali Crawford had a header saved and Conor McLaren probably should have done better at the back post but one was enough for Livy full time Livingston won St Johnson nil and now it's over to you what have you made of today's football it's that time on a Saturday my favourite time on a Saturday because it's your chance to have your say we always like to keep you involved so what did you make of that 01419511025 Celtic fans how much better was that in front of goal I mean the scoreline kind of suggests quite a bit but what did you make of it what about James Forrest's performance he's currently posing with the match ball at Celtic Park being a bit part player this season comes in scores a hat trick which takes him up to 100 goals for the club so how would you sum up his contribution over the years what did you make of it today does that give you confidence that the wastefulness in front of goal has been put behind you and what else stood out from that game today at Celtic Park 01419511025 St Mirren and Kilmarnock fans I'll just challenge you to say anything exciting about the game a nil-nil draw what did you make of that one Uh, and anything else on today's football please do the beauty of a Saturday when we've got a Sunday game as well Rangers fans we need you because we're going to preview that game against Motherwell there's no John Souter for uh, no John Souter obviously and no Connor Goldson for months according to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst what will the defence look like tomorrow who must pay the price from Wednesday night who's getting dropped who's getting brought in how confident are you of going to Fir Park and getting all three points 0141951 Give us a call right now and you will be up next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Yes, it's that time on a Saturday where you get in touch and you get whatever you need off your chest. If your team has been poor, disappointing, the referees annoyed you, we're here for that, we don't mind a bit of moaning um, but I detect probably a bit more positivity from you Celtic fans, a very convincing victory against Hibs, a James Forrest hat-trick, 100 goals for the club and then we turn our attentions to tomorrow Rangers fans, if the last three days have taught me anything on this phone line, is that you're not happy and that is an understatement, so how do you feel ahead of Motherwell tomorrow Connor Goldson, we got an update this morning out for months doesn't know how many, but months according to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. So what are you thinking about tomorrow? And all in all, Hugh, there'll be no shortage of talking points today. Well, Celtic have provided the talking points for today by making five changes to their team from the one that played against RB Leipzig in the Champions League. And rather than being a hindrance, it was an absolute help to Celtic because they played their best football since the 4-0 defeat of Rangers at Celtic Park and James Forrest the story of the day because he's now got 100 goals for the club a hat-trick against Hibs Hibs 
I'm not going to talk about him because you should first of all recognise the fact that Celtic were terrific six. It could have been ten. Uh, and we'll let Lee Johnson speak about Hibs, but they were overwhelmed, overpowered by Celtic, and uh, it must be a very satisfactory afternoon for Ange Postacoglu. Come on then, put your points to Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevans, and Fraser Wisher, who's still at Celtic Park, which is great. We've got the eyewitness there as well. So let's bring in JP from Colsaith. What did you make of that today? Yeah, Celtic played great. They were sensational there in the first half. Um, they made it. They made it say, comfortable in the second. Uh, James Forrest was uh, top top notch in there. See when you talk because look, we said this before the sh- uh, the, the games. JP, everything about today still had you know kind of Europe on the mind. And the thing for Celtic fans is that the chances have still been there, even though you step up the level, they've still created the chances. They've just not taken them. Did you feel it was a matter of time before that clicked? And is is that what happened today? Yeah, basically, it's down to your opposition as well in Europe. If um, you're going to get the chances in Europe, you need to take them. Um, I just feel that it's basically the way it turns around with Celtic in the SPL. It's like Celtic in Europe. It's like we're the top top opponent when we play that type of team. It's it's the same with Hibs today. Celtic are going to take their chances more than Hibs, and it's going to be the same with Leipzig and it's Celtic. So it's just been substandard. We've we've done what we can. What's in front of us? We've made a lot of chances, and times you take them, times you don't. Yeah, do you know what, Fraser, it's, it's mirror image, isn't it? We spend all week saying, were Liverpool just good or were Rangers just bad? And Rangers can never beat Liverpool, but can they get closer? Well, it's all the same conversations about uh, Hibs and Celtic today, really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and JP's talking there about uh, the, the chances and taking the chances. Celtic have created so many chances in Europe and it's just been about taking them whether there's a wee bit of nerves there or the players subconsciously are aware of the importance and you don't get maybe as many chances in Europe as as, as in the, the premiership here then then perhaps they just get tense up a wee bit and that's why they're missing the chances they, they fall into like Kyogo and Maeda the other night when you know two players who are just at that wee bit out of form just not on their top game in terms of goal scoring but they're certainly relaxed today I, I really like Yakimakis every time I see him I think he just brings some Something totally different because he's a good footballer as well. He's not not just a big guy, but he's strong and he's powerful. And, and you know he's he's certainly put down a marker to start every game from from now. You know because uh, he scored a couple of goals, but he played really really well. But for Celtic, it was it was a stroll in the park. They played really well, but they were helped by by Hibs who, who weren't great. But it was a good day for for Celtic because if they'd struggled today and maybe got a narrow victory, didn't play particularly well, then all of a sudden everybody's starting to talk about them again. But they were they were terrific at times and they could have scored more. I think they had Tati. Goal was uh, was offside, but people around here saying it was very very close. Moy, who was outstanding, and Moy was terrific today. Had a shot that hit Kyogo. They hit the post. There was chance after chance. So it could have been another nine. But uh, good day for Celtic. They took their chances today. It's just how do they do that in Europe? How can they find that clinical finishing touch? And then our Hibs Rangers of last week. Then you know where you can still be criticised for your performance within a game that is going to be very tough for you to win because of the discrepancy in budget. Yes, I mean, I don't think uh, Hibs coming here, um, you know, that they're coming here hoping to win rather than expecting to win, but uh, you, you can come to Celtic Park and lose. But the, the, I think the manner in which they lost will disappoint Lee Johnson. They made four changes at half-time, which tells you everything. In the first half, I felt for Chris Garden, who actually got taken off, but he was playing against Haksabanovic, who was outstanding, but he also had Hatati, he had Bernabe as well, making fantastic runs, and I don't think people were matching those runs as well. And, and the team, and that's that's the basics that, uh, that we talked about Rangers during the week 
as well. Somebody, somebody's just got to go make yourself horrible and hard to beat. And Hibs was just too passive today and Celtic punished them. How would you sum up James Forrest, JP? I mean, that question's been asked many times in this show. Been here for so long. 100 goals, hat-trick today. That's it. It's been a stalwart for Celtic for years. It's going to be the second um, after Scott Brown with the most titles. Um, guy's been sensational over the years. There you go again. Over 100 goals, hat-trick today. Top of the pops. Uh, the guy's needing a wee bit more game time. He's got a lot of competition now. He's a wee bit more, more aged. Um, you've got the likes of like Jota, you've got Hispanovic, you've got Abada. But, um, that's a guy that's obviously going to teach him the Celtic way. And obviously it's a guy that's still got it in him. Um, and at that state, still proving the goods when he gets the chance. Is, is he showing you, do you think he can now play a bit more of a part in the, the next portion of the season than maybe even you thought he would a few weeks ago? Yeah, 100%. It's more rotation now. You know how Ange plays. He'll get his, his, his free front men out for the first 60 minutes. They'll all bust their gut for him. And then come that, he's going to bring on three subs that are going to give the same output come the last 30 minutes. That's just the way it is. Whether that's James Forrest starting or the fact him coming on the last 30 minutes, it's just down to the big man himself. But um, as per usual, he picks the boys at the right time when it comes to the type of games. But we need to do a wee bit more, obviously, in Europe. But it's just it's night and day now with Celtic and Rangers. You know what I mean? It's uh, a, a different, different aspect of football. Well, we'll find out, see what the league table looks like tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Fraser, how would you assess James Forrest today and his contribution to the club overall, I guess? Well, he's still got a lot to offer. You know, He's still still a young man, relatively. In football terms, he's very experienced. But 100 goals for a winger is an awful lot of goals. You know, And, and he's the, the ideal player in an attacking team, an attacking formation, because he comes in off the line an awful lot and scores goals. And today, his goals weren't classics. It was a, a safe foot finish at the back post from about six yards. He was, he was free. Uh, the second one's a howler by David Marshall. And then the third one, deflection from Paul Hanley. But they all count. And they, he got a terrific ovation when he came off and the fans were, were singing his name. But he's the, he's the perfect professional. Hugh was talking earlier on about he don't know anything about James because he doesn't get involved in controversy. He turns up, he does his job. I presume that he's not particularly hard to manage. You know, if he's left out of the team, of course he'd be disappointed, but he just gets on with his job. But uh, he's, he's one of many options that Celtic have got. And when you look now with the five substitutes, it's a great option for Celtic when they've got so many players that can come off the bench. And Jota wasn't even there, but Maeda, Kyogo, Abada all came off the bench today and all contributed. So it's, 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 the, it's the perfect. Perfect storm for Celtic, given the number of attacking options they've got. I mean, Mark Wilson, that's goal number 100. Do you remember goal number one? Let me paint the picture for you, mm-hmm. just to remind you. So you're sitting on the bench at Celtic. Good view, yeah. Uh, against Motherwell, <laughs> manager turns round, 81st minute, he's got another sub to make. He looks along the bench, he sees Wilson. Nah! <laughs> Young James Forrest, on you go. Yeah. Uh, and he scores against Motherwell 12 and a half years ago. That's goal number yeah. one. Remember it? Yeah, yeah, of course I do. Uh, look, I remember everything about James in that early period. And I've told you briefly about how Neil Lennon was in charge of the reserve team at that time. He loved James at that time. I played behind James in a couple of reserve games. And he asked me, do you think this kid is good enough? to be pushed up to the first team I says of course he is because he was much better than what we had at that time now then it's up to James to then go and make an impact and he certainly did so all those years ago the most impressive thing with James Forrest is his consistency season after season after season he comes up with the goods scores goals now he's he's had his injury problems as well in there but 
at times he's came back stronger and he, Fraser's right he's still got an awful lot to offer this Celtic side even where your Jotas and Abadas and Haksabanovic he'll still play a part I feel like Hugh just generally I don't really care if it's James Forrest at Celtic or whoever but we spend so much time here <laughs> talking about what people can't do and criticising people because they haven't moved to England and they haven't done when, uh-huh. when it, it sort of just takes away from the fact that in an era of football where it's sad that people move around so much and not, you know, that we can't just enjoy a contribution like, like his. Yeah, uh, you know, James Forrest can sometimes look ungainly, doesn't glide across the pitch like some you could mention, isn't foreign, a wee guy from Irvine, uh, and that's his strength. He, he came into the Celtic team, he clearly loves playing for Celtic. He's never been linked with anyone else. One club men are hard to find these days, but he's been the one club guy. Uh, and today marks a milestone in James Forrest's career. And you, all you can do is congratulate him because uh, his hat trick and his general display summed up the fact that Celtic have had a very good day and the first very good day for a wee while. Flawless. Uh, thank you JP Enjoy your evening 01419511025 What about Stephen in Bathgate How did you see it today Stephen? Hi there I just on my way back From the game myself And I just wanted to To say you know That I thought that, that The five changes That were made today I think each player Took their chance Which is very unusual um, For players to come in Out of the cold And uh, take their chance I thought that Each player that came in made a contribution and made the team better today. I think Burnaby is going to be pushing for that left-back spot. Uh, I know a lot of Celtic fans were a bit on the fence with regards to Moy, and I thought Moy was outstanding today. Just, he just sort of it looked like he just wasn't even out of first gear. Uh, James Forrest has looked good when he came on in subs the last couple of times, and uh, he backed that up today by his display. And I just thought, overall, I just think that... Um, I know that Celtic had a bad midweek game, um, but I think that the, the play has been there. It's just been that they've just not been taking the chances. And I think it's not about scoring goals. Sometimes it's about players taking chances when they get into the team. And I think that that happened today for the, all the players. I don't know what the panel think. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that when you make the changes, it's always flagged up about the St Mirren game when he made all those changes and St Mirren won 2 0, and all the doubters were there. Um, everyone that started today, um, as I said earlier, Gordon, there's one or two missing. Jota's obviously out just now. You've got McGregor out. It's competition for places, and when you get the opportunity, especially today at home, you get out there and make a statement. Now, let's not be kidded here with Celtic fans. Lots of them, bigger percentage of them, had written James Forrest off because of the introduction of guys like Abada, Maeda, Jota, all the, you know, Hagsabanovich come in. You can't be experienced. James Forrest is, what, 31 years age. He's won everything they have to, uh, that has to be won in Scotland. He's 100 goals for a winger. He still get bags and bags to offer. Okay, I don't think he'll be first pick every single week, but I think he's a great player to have around. And I do agree. Oh, I knew it was coming. I saw your eyes lighting up. Burnaby is going to be. He's your new favourite, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I like him. Uh, How was he in the flesh, Fraser? Obviously, much to Greg Taylor's credit, he's certainly made that left back spot his own. How did Burnaby do? 
Oh, very well, very well. But I, I agree. I mean, Taylor for me would still be first choice at the moment. He's been terrific this season. Really has uh, matured into a very, very good fullback for both Celtic and for, for Scotland. But Bernabe was good. I mean, Hibbs just got overrun in the first half down that left hand side. You know, played only the 45 minutes, but he made a, a big impression. But he was coming inside. Bernabe was making the runs outside. And you, you're watching television for for Jakimakis' goal. He makes a really good overlap. But the thing he does is he, he just passes the ball along the ground. It's a cross, but it's a pass, and it's first time in behind the Hibs defence and Jack Marcus is running on to perfectly. they just didn't even have to, to break stride but throughout the game Bernabe did, did extremely well and I think uh, as the call was saying there that uh, all the guys that came in Ralston Moy was terrific playing a bit further forward O'Reilly was a sitting midfield player when Moy's played so far this season he's been the guy who's deepest but we all remember Aaron Moy at Huddersfield and Brighton and teams like that as well where he was a number 10 played further forward and was far more impressive so a really good day but Bernabe yeah terrific I think he'll be pushing Greg Taylor still with Taylor for me at the moment but uh, Bernabe's very much in that Taylor mould very similar types of player yeah I mean Stephen you think in, ti- in time does he oust Greg Taylor or is it just a case of having good options in that area I think it's good to always have options I think um, each player you know Taylor will push Bernabe to be better and Bernabe will push Taylor to be better and, only, and who's going to benefit out of that it's going to be Celtic as a team and I think that's why competition all round the uh, all round the team is good because you can't just rely on one guy. It was really, really he was really good. But I must uh, another thing I wanted to say was I thought James Forrest looked a lot fitter today. I don't I even think this his shape as a as a you know, his, his shape is even different. He, he looks like he's leaner. I don't know if Ange's uh, or he, or Celtic is you know, like the background staff have have got him on something to sort of Maybe get him a bit leaner, but he looked a different shape. He looked a lot quicker, even across the you know the ten, fifteen yard. Last year, or the last couple of seasons, he's always looked like James Forrest has lost a bit of his pace, but not today. I thought he looked. Uh, I thought he looked back to just look what he was ten years ago. I you thought he, his pace was outstanding today. I have to go back to this conversation that Ange Postecoglou had with the press a few days ago, where they spoke about fixture congestion, the number of games that have to be squeezed in prior to the start of the World Cup in November and also when you have European competition, a domestic cup competition along with your league games James Forrest is a welcome return for Ange Postecoglou Juranovic or Ralston Bernabe or Greg Taylor of course it's better to have four of them and use all four Rotate mm-hmm. them, do whatever you like, but you have to have that strength and depth to cut down on the problems that come with fixture congestion. So I don't think it's a case of, you know, will Greg Taylor go out? Greg Taylor clearly has a part to play. Burnaby clearly has a part to play. Likewise, Anthony Ralston and Josip Juranovic. Aside from the goals, Fraser, did, did he look sharper? Is that something you noticed? Yeah, I mean, I've not been one who's, who's thought that James Forrest was, was kind of done or was looking a wee bit slower. I don't know if he's been on the Gordon DL diet. Or I'm thinking he's that, not. to be fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, I mean, James Forrest never looked a wee bit overweight to me, but uh, yeah, it, it just it just looked direct. You know, the James Forrest of old, where of course he play, starts off wide, but he comes in all the time and he runs direct at the fullback. He's not really aiming to get to the byline. He's almost coming in and taking on the fullback to go in and get a shot. So yeah, it was back to the James Forrest of, uh, of, of, of old, and he'd 
imagine for the next game he'll be he'll be chomping at the bit to, to, to play and for me I think he would be your, your first choice depends on whether Jota comes back in because Haxabanovic looked a really good footballer first time I've seen him in the flesh and I thought he looked a, a fantastic player as well so all, all good for Celtic they've got so many attacking options as we keep saying um, was that do you think having watched him mark in his early stages and then from more of a distance was it Brendan Rodgers that added that bit that Fraser talks about coming in and being that real goal threat I think so yeah there, there was a marked difference when Rodgers took over and uh, he helped him clear up his injury problems as well and he added to his game um, and it, it's hugely important now as a winger James is much a hug the touchline and, and just run direct at people but it's made him a much better player but he's had to He's had to work at that himself. Brendan Rodgers obviously goes. He has to almost not reinvent himself, but show the new managers who came in that look, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still able and fighting for my place here, and I will still do a job for you. And he's, like you've got to say, performances like today he's certainly showing Ange Postecoglou that he's got a decision to make when it comes to the games next week. Thank you very much to Stephen and Bathgate for anyone who's just on their way home from a game. It's the perfect time to phone in. That's what we like when you're on your way home. Uh, and we can share your experiences so 01419511025 give us a call and we will also look ahead to tomorrow's games the games are over the talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Gordon DL in the studio Fraser Wishart at Celtic Park and all taking your calls 01419511025 on the phones you can also tweet as always at Clyde SSB um, we're going to start hearing from some managers today as well that'll be good fun to find out how they saw the performances today let's bring in Charles who's a Celtic fan on the line Charles what's on your mind after that big victory for your team today? Well uh, the victory was good uh, it's nice to see him getting back in small ways again but uh, my point was about the referee day and the, the, the official. So you're going to brush over a result that quickly to go to the referee, even after a six-one. Oh, it goes straight to the referee. It's about how much they're trying to affect or not affect the game. I break. Did a very good job if it finished six-one. Do you think the referee had a good game? <laughs> not really for me to say, Fraser Wisher. Of course. You were there. Well, I wasn't there, yeah. Charles, before you got all excited. So ask someone who was. Well, this listen, the Celtic fans weren't happy. I mean, I, I thought Hatati was offside. And he scored in the first half but people around are saying that it was very very close but probably need VAR to, to do it so the naked eye he did look a bit offside and uh, there was one near the end where I think Steve McLean did get it wrong Burnaby burst into the box I mean it was a minute to mm. go it was, and, and uh, I, I can't remember who it would depend on it maybe Josh Campbell and uh, I thought he just brushed him off and Burnaby was, was clean into the box as well so the fans were going going nuts at that as well I think Steve McLean got that wrong but other than that I, I didn't think he had a bad game I can't see where there's anything too controversial uh, two, two points were uh, out of respect to the rest of the league was uh, his dives hello yeah we can hello. hear you we can hear you don't worry um, I mean it's like Celtic are not, the yellow curves that the two Hibs players have got for impeding play they're too technical for they should have got I said, they're disrespecting the rest of the, the, rest of the league by not getting the guy he cared to um, and then the dive Portis was just shocking he's diving everywhere at the end of the game it was blatant it was, it was funny it was that bad it was funny uh, Jim Goodwin is pal Charles on the phone it may well be accurate Fraser again is that one you noticed I can't, I can't even think of uh, Ryan Portis being involved in anything Charlie are, are you talking about the one with Burnaby near the end was it Portis uh, what we're talk- the, the dive I, I, I can't remember I can't remember what you're talking about uh, the, the Ch- Charles front, uh, front left hand corner flag uh, I mean 
Bernard's come up to the ball and the port is just ran right across him and dived and then he got a free kick for it. I think Portis was clever I don't think it was a foul I think Portis played for the contact and Bernabe did make contact with him but I didn't think it was a free kick but yeah I mean I, I, you're, you're kind of going down a route that uh, Ryan Portis has got this kind of reputation I didn't see anything wrong with it. I thought he, he did well as a defender I, did, I thought the referee got it wrong rather than Portis but, but the, the referees I mean the referee was, it was hardly an impact on the game Charles your team won 6-1 Steve yeah, McLean did fine he's not respecting the rest of the league by dishing it to yellow cards and, and, and mm. the way he should have the twice they they impeded play, uh, they stopped the free, they stopped the free kick and taken, and the other one inside the box. But see, even if that is the case, Charles, because I'm not actually arguing about that, and and I don't think even Fraser is. See, even see, even if you're bang on that those decisions were wrong, explain how it gets to this point. Explain how after your team wins six one. And after James Forrest scores a hat trick, and after James Forrest surpasses a hundred goals for the club. Two bookings that Hibs players didn't get for impeding plays is your main thought. You know, it's not to say that you're wrong and you're welcome to come on here and air it. That's why we've let it happen. But it, how is that what you come away? Is there not more joy to be found in football than this? Love it, love the fact that six. I mean, you tripped me doing the last couple of weeks there for, for, for not taking their chances. Great, knew they would be back, be back on track. The team just didn't suddenly come back overnight. But the back on track, but my point is about the level of standard. I'm officiating, it was shocking the day, it was shocking the other day as well. Uh, it was the last time I called in. Uh, so how's, how's VAR going to fix that? Well, but that's the point, Charles, because VAR won't bother about your bookings because people who run football far away from, from Scotland at FIFA or IFAB have decided that, you know what, getting yourself worked up over a booking in the middle of the pitch just isn't worth it. But I, I, I don't think you agree with that. My point is, they're still so. But, Bad officiating is still affecting the games. But again, my t- you just ignored that. VAR won't VAR won't give out the odd yellow card here and there because it's not what it's designed to do. It's designed to try and help with these match altering moments, Hugh Keevans. Yeah, I mean VAR will assist referees, hopefully, and it will minimise mistakes. However, I have to go back and be poor faced about all of this. If that is your first concern on a day when Celtic have played their best football since the defeat of Rangers in September when James Forrest gets 100 goals for Celtic, uh, when there are so many bright spots in terms of individual displays, Burnaby, uh, Moy, whoever, whatever, Celtic have won 6-1. They have done what was demanded of them today. They've gone five points clear of Rangers at a time when Rangers have had a distressing few days since the game against Liverpool and Rangers now come under that pressure at Fir Park tomorrow they're five points behind the kickoff, and they dare not dare not come off the park unless they've cut that down to two points again so Fraser's there he can't remember the referee being involved in anything controversial Lee Johnson, the Hibs manager, has already said this week that he feels that uh, Porteous can be victimised. Jim Goodwin raised the subject of Porteous and cheating and I think Charles has just jumped on a passing bandwagon. Thank you, Charles. Let's bring in Davey and Hamilton, see what's on his mind. Hey, all right, lads, how's it going? Not bad, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. good. Uh, after the fourth and fifth goal, right, I'm just starting to have uh, this funny point. I turned around and celebrated my old man, and I just I just tweeted a picture of uh, a guy's absolute double Hugh Evans, and I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> have you sent it to us? 
I'm going to find this. Let me find. No, I'm sure you have. Producer Chris, find the picture. Producer Chris, find the picture of the Hugh Evans lookalike that's been tweeted to us. Good. Did they enjoy the game? This Hugh Evans lookalike. Um, aye, aye, Yeah, I mean, um, Fraser, even the other night that you've witnessed it today, it seems like most of what went wrong for Celtic the other night was about chance taking and really not not much more is Matt O'Reilly done alright has he done pretty well in, in filling Callum McGregor's boots in the last two games yeah personally my condolences to the man who looks like Hugh Keevans that must be a real <laughs> hell, of a, hell of a cross to bear but uh, your dinner's rotten <laughs> yeah, don't worry, you'll be invited next year. I might even get your lookalike to sit next to you. That would confuse people, Hugh. But um, yeah, O'Reilly was playing deeper today, and uh, it's clearly it's almost like the kind of um, a quarterback, if you like, in American football terms, where dictate all the play. And he, he was very good, O'Reilly. I think he's, he's a terrific footballer, and Moy was more effective uh, on his right hand side, getting forward and supporting. And, and I, I agree with Davey, I think Celtic are better with that 4 3 3 formation. Maybe just with McGregor being out and Abdul Gard and McCarthy maybe not match fit that he didn't want to he didn't want to put one of them in uh, during the week but uh, you know the, the European game was not about the midfield Celtic played well enough at times they had the chances to, to go in front and as we've discussed many many times you know when you're playing that higher level and you don't take your chances then these teams will punish you and come back and punish you and Rangers and Celtic have both seen in Europe this year where they competed for me 45 minutes maybe an hour and then all of a sudden the last half hour bang bang and it's, it's in the back of the back of the net so but O'Reilly, good footballer, and the way Celtic play, especially at home, they need somebody in that midfield who can dictate the play, and he did so today. Yeah, Fraser's right. I mean, we've seen O'Reilly there now on three occasions last week here against St. Johnson. I thought he did well. Um, Leipzig was a different challenge for him, a step up. Again, I th- thought he did he did reasonably well, even defensively. I thought he put in a couple of important tackles, and today he was excellent again. So it was a concern when Cal McGregor. You know, I was out for so long. You think who's the automatic replacement? I really, I must admit, I really wasn't on my radar for that role because I thought you'd be taken away from the good work he does further up the pitch. But he's been great. I mean, Fraser's spot on. Celtic needs somebody in that position who can dictate play, who can see passes, who can take the ball in tight areas off his off his centre halves and full backs, and he's done all that. And he's learning on the job. You know, that's the thing. He's very rarely played that position. Do you know I think the big thing t- uh, for me today, Mark, is he went with three natural midfield players. You know, in the last few games, Haksabanovic has come in there, they've played the two with him just off the striker. Today he went wide, they get back to that normal formation, that normal way of playing. They dominated the middle of the park, which gave their wide men bags of space. I just thought bringing the extra 
midfield player that knows how to play in there was uh, obviously I thought he's really good <laughs> yeah. because you're not taking this series the important point forget who played where Matt Riley Callum <laughs> McGregor who cares does this guy look like Hugh Keevans or not Let already <laughs> by the way, by the way, he certainly does. Double. He does. Davey, that's a good show. We're happy with that. Well done. Great photography skills. You're a good man, Davey. Have a good night. Take care. That was Davey in Hamilton. On to Sherry's measured thoughts about the game, but we don't. We just care more about. You should be chuffed with that. Get, get him in the band, Hugh. Sorry. <laughs> I think you, you should be quite happy. But I, I, you actually Paula Grady, Paula Grady, and you mixed in with that. Ah, that's old hat. We've heard that before. Uh, I like no, to discover these it, new. Mixed in though, that but that's Paula Grady, that boy Hugh and zero so zero like one. The, the boy, the boy, <laughs> boy's actually like posed for the picture though. <laughs> exactly. I thought Davy. I thought Davy had taken you know one of the sneaky pictures sort of thing but the guys uh-huh. just, what we need to find out is his reaction to Davey <laughs> saying by the way you look like Hugh Keevans he's over him in uh, so Charles says can't be related because this guy is smiling oh okay mm-hmm. uh, I like Ken Talk says two Keevans see what he did there Aidan probably speaks more sense than Keevans there we go yeah, yeah, uh, Fox yeah. Bar spitting image you better get a family tree looked out mate yeah I like that that <laughs> looks very like you may very well be a huge family so yeah. he may very well be a, a relative could be on the tree brother anyway thank you to Davey <laughs> bit of light hearted entertainment on a Saturday night <laughs> 1025 um, You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB You're going to be tough to top that Picture I must say But uh, you certainly can do If you want to give it a bash um, Tomorrow Let's look ahead to tomorrow as well And we're getting some reaction in uh, To today's games Have we got Ange Postacoglu yet? No, not yet from Ange Postacoglu Or Lee Johnson ah, He must be having a stern word with his team I, I really look forward to hearing Lee Johnson uh, because you you cannot detract from Celtic's performance but he's the Hibs manager and he has to prioritise Hibs performance within the context of a game where Celtic are running riot it could have been 10 it could have been 10 uh, but Lee Johnson who is not short of a word or two on any subject I look forward to hearing it Again, to repeat all the buzz phrases from midweek, only so much you can do sometimes, etc., etc., Mark. But, you know, he was in the, the papers this morning in the press talking about he was going to pick his team specifically to deal with Celtic's ball boys and the speed of play and, you know, pick guys that, that react quick because it's about speed of thought. I mean, he was a player, he was always, um, you know, keen to take quick free kicks and so on. Whether that was what their undoing was today or, or much more to it, well, well, we'll find out what he thinks. Yeah, there was a lot to it. I mean, he's, he's, he picked a fairly attacking team. He's went to Celtic Park. I mean, he's two fullbacks, Stevenson, uh, Cadden, just ripped apart, left the two centre halves exposed, um, one defensive midfielder in there. So, like, you call it brave going to Celtic Park with that lineup, maybe, foolish, probably. And at half time, well, at told because he made four changes. Didn't really make a difference They scored a good goal But apart from that Celtic probably could have scored more In the second half Than they could have done the first half So does it not tell you That he'll need to take The biggest responsibility He's went there He's got a game plan It's 
totally wrong. Your players might not have carried out instructions. Yeah, well, four, four at half time. He probably made five, but he kept one substitute just in case anything happened. Um, <clears throat> I think he'll, I think he'll went up to that Gordon. I think he went with the wrong approach. And the difference is Celtic got the early goal, mm. and they looked like they were on the front foot right from the off, and they just absolutely punished Hibs. That's a sore, sore one for Hibs. We are going to hear from Ange Postecoglou next, so stay tuned for that. And Rangers fans, great time for you to get involved because. Tomorrow, Motherwell against Rangers, 12 noon. How do you feel about it? How important is it you bounce back? What does the team look like without Connor Goldson? How big a blow is his absence going to be? Who pays the price from midweek? Would you like to see changes to the team? Let us know and we'll get you on next. 951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Four big games in the Premiership today. Two big games tomorrow. None more so than Fir Park. Mark and Gordon are going along. Oh no, sorry, that's so midweek. You'll be there tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure you are. 01419511025 is the number. John is on. What happens tomorrow, John? Do, are there players that need to pay a price from midweek? Or do you give those same guys the chance? How do you feel about it? No, I think we've got to freshen it up. Uh, um, they're sending up to your producer. I think we've got to drop Baritich. I think we've got to bring Ben Davison. Uh, let's have it right. And... Uh, Sands and Leon King go with McGregor I think we've got to change it up in the middle of the midfield I think Jack struggle uh, looks completely unfit looks sluggish um, change of mix in the midfield as well so I don't know what you think about that So just just to double check Barisic out but not Yilmaz in you'd go Ben Davies across the left back and then Leon King and James Sands in midfield Yeah, yeah. I've watched him a couple of times I was, as I say I was at the Liverpool game down at Anfield and I thought he kind of held his own. I thought he'd done well. So, no, fair enough. He wasn't wasn't criticising it. Just just asking Gordon, what do you think? Uh, is he talking about back three there? He's certainly not playing Ben Davies at left back, surely. No, he is. Is he right? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I would fancy Motherwell's chances of getting goals tomorrow. Um, I think that's weak for me. Um, you can look through that Rangers side just now, and there's arguments. And like mm. John, John, John's quite right to say it needs freshened up. It certainly does. The full team. Uh, you, I'm a big Tavernier fan. You look at his display. I thought he was shocking the other night there. I look at guys like Kent um, not producing. I look at Lundstrom not producing at all. It's who you freshen it up with. Matondo's had been in. Sakala's been in. Now, they seem to light the, the place up for about 20 minutes. And then they fall away. Next minute, they're on the bench. They're not They're not uh, starting a game. So it's just basically who you, uh, who you fresh it up with. It's going to be interesting, the Rangers team tomorrow. If I thought that Sands and King were the two centre-backs against Motherwell tomorrow, hmm. I if I'm Van Veen... I'm hoping for service, let me tell you. John, because Davis would be the the most experienced defend, central defender who's still available, the only one really, can you see the wisdom in keeping him where he should be and then trying to fill in roundabout? Uh, it's Gordon saying, look, it's a hard one, but I think the Rangers have got enough in the locker to take Kerry Motherwell. It'd be, to be quite lucky. Um, so, look, I can only come back on and, and have it out with you and have a chat with Gordon. Uh, maybe Monday after the game tomorrow but I'm sure Rangers will get the, the victory but I think I would bring in maybe Tillman tomorrow I know he's been very very off the boil but I hope you get him back in as well and get his confidence up because we'll definitely need to shake it up that's for sure but as Gordon was saying right you could 
top right through the whole Rangers team, to be honest with you, I mean, is there anybody that you can actually say is a standout apart from probably McGregor? And he was probably to blame for three goals against Liverpool at Ibrook. So we could talk right through the whole team here, to be honest with you. The pressure on Rangers tomorrow is that since the game against Liverpool at Ibrooks ended, the conversation has been, well, Rangers on their budget cannot compete with Liverpool on a budget that is substantially greater than Rangers. Therefore, the pressure on Rangers tomorrow is that Motherwell's budget is substantially inferior to Rangers. Therefore, if you apply that rule of thumb to a Champions League tie, you have to apply it to a Premiership League match. Uh, That's the pressure on Rangers. With regards to Malik Tillman, I think at this time, Rangers need people they can truly rely on. To be fair, I I think that's then John's point. Who is that at the moment? Because Malik Tillman did start the season well, and then a couple of times he's been played out of position. If he he was in an environment where you think, well, he's trustworthy, he's trustworthy, he's trustworthy, and he's not. But who who are the stick-ons at the moment for Rangers? I agree that uh, I said to you last night on Super Scoreboard they had 11 failures against, including the goalkeeper, uh, against Liverpool uh, at Ibrox. I just feel if we're discussing individual cases, Malik Tillman for me becomes anonymous when you really need him the Mm. most. I think there's only three stick-ons. McGregor will play because McLaughlin's proved that he's not as good as McGregor, even though McGregor made mistakes the other night. Tavernier will play purely because he's captain and probably there's nobody there to really push him and Cholak for me will play Ben Davies will play though won't he because mm-hmm. of Goldson's injury oh, I, listen I mean well the rest is yeah. you you made a good point Daz I think it was the other oh, night saying when? that Thank you. The, the players Van Bronckers changes things a lot when you think somebody's done well Matondo or Sakala or even if it's Arfield the next game they're nowhere to be seen. Stephen Davis comes in, then he drops out, then Arfield's in, then Ryan Jack's in, Kamara's uh, away. Ryan Jack's got a, a, fair, a, a, a fairly long-term injury, I think, as, as well as Conor Goldson. Yeah, so it, it could be anything. He chops and changes that much, but you can't change your goalkeeper, who's your best goalkeeper, and surely you cannot change your striker, mm. who's but the banging in goals. Yeah, but the difference with him is, obviously the other night was tough, Rangers fans wouldn't be gutted to see Morelos line up tomorrow, would they? Because I don't of think the nature ever, of the replacement. Yeah, I don't think they're ever gutted when they see Morelos because he's always, we'll give him another mm. chance, he'll produce something. But Cholak, well, if I was Cholak and I'm left out tomorrow, I'm yeah. thinking, well, I couldn't have done much the other night yeah. and I'm banging in goals. John, how do you feel, you know, overall, that we had a lot of stick for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst on the phones? I don't know if you felt that was unfair or, you know, how important does tomorrow become for him? Uh, it's massive uh, for for the for Rangers. It's massive for Barry Van Bronckhurst because if Rangers get beat tomorrow, I'm sure the crowds might be just starting to get a bit twitchy, a bit shouting for his head on the back of the last several weeks. But um, as you were saying there, uh, Joe Lack will play. Uh, there, there, for instance, they played Sakala against Liverpool. Sakala was never featuring. He was lucky if he was getting five minutes. There was talk he was getting a move. He was talking about them out loan. All of a sudden, he's playing him against Liverpool. And Tillman's get played out of position. What position does the guy actually play? The kid with the Rangers in the position he was brought in at. So, very much Manny Van Brockhurst is clearly all over the place here. And your guys are saying, I don't know, and I don't think he knows what his best team is, to be quite honest with you. 
me a be tough to argue with that, Gordon. Mm, I agree with that. I really do. I, I think he's just uh, plucking at names to think, right, OK, go and get me a result. Go, and especially he'll need them tomorrow. I I think guys like Arfield will come out because I thought Arfield scored a terrific goal. And if you get the right service, he can score goals for you. I think he'll play. Uh, I, I agree with Mark, your captain, your goalkeeper. It'll be interesting. But you can sit here confidently and say, right, okay, you've got nearly the Rangers side. I think he just goes with whoever's shown up in, you know, the past couple of games who's doing well in training. He's right, Sakala came from right out of the blue. Matondo's been in all of a sudden straight back out. Lundstrom's not kicked the ball, but he'll get his game. Another one, the invisible man, Kent. He's offered absolutely nothing. And, and let's not be kidding, nothing. I know you and he gets his game every single week. You weren't convinced with the Ben Davies shout, but is tomorrow maybe a day to see Yilmaz from the start? That's another one the Rangers fans must be wondering what's going on. Barisic comes in for can a bit you, of can criticism. Can you see it tomorrow? No. No. Mark? no. Yes, because I keep trying to put myself in the shoes of these players. If you've been brought in for that amount of money, right, and you cannot get a sniff mm. in a defence that's conceded seven then you're never going to play. I think Rangers fans will see him tomorrow. Here's the thing, Hugh. It's that dose of realism like what we've been talking about with the Champions League where you think maybe it's a good time to get Liverpool and the Motherwell fans might say maybe it's a good time to get Rangers and then you remember the budgets and all the rest of it that people keep bringing up and as recently as last season, in fact, exactly one year ago, if you talk about a sticky spell in as far as Rangers go they, they lost to Leon. they drew actually with Motherwell at Ibrox there were a couple of wins in there then lost to Sparta Prague bounced back a bit drew with Hearts drew with Aberdeen at Ibrox and the very next game went to Fir Park the tough place to go and it finished 6-1 yeah. to Rangers Motherwell haven't beaten Rangers there 20 years well that's in the league there's that, that playoff one in 2015 but in a sort of regular league match 20 years is it a tough place to go um, it is tomorrow Simply because The devastation Following the Liverpool result Has been quite something To behold uh, And John on the line Said You know If anything Goes wrong tomorrow Then the crowd will turn uh, So It's a huge game For Rangers um, they, they do have Players More than capable Of winning the game It depends on what Wednesday night Has done to them But as I say, there's a simple rule of thumb here. If you're saying, if your argument is that budgets decide football matches, then Rangers have to win that game tomorrow. Gordon D.L. Fraser Wishart thinks it's hilarious that you're still at Celtic <laughs> Park and we've not spoken to you. It's only been about 10 minutes. <laughs> he must be freezing. It's not bad here. It's not I've bad been, here. I've been there, Fraser. I was, I was actually watching, just like you mentioned, for Kyogo. There was a group of kids here, the Esther Celtic, behind the goals, and they were wearing, I apologise, I don't know where they were from, but they were all wearing yellow sweatshirts. And there must be a couple hundred of them at the front of the main stands here at the end of the game. The length of the half of this pitch, and Kyogo's just gone down the tunnel about five minutes ago. He did his runs <laughs> and he went out and he took a picture and signed autographs with every single one of them that wanted it. There's a number of players there, but he was the last one to go. He started at one end and got photographs right up to the, the very the very end. With a smile on his face, chatting to them all, the kids must have had an absolute ball. So well done, Kyogo. See, there's a lesson in there. You were in Jackie O's by half six after the game. Oh, maybe yeah. that's because there was no one waiting to get a picture. I don't exactly. Know. Uh, right, let's, <laughs> hear on Jackie O's. let's hear from <laughs> Ange Postacoglu on today's performance. 
Yeah, the players are great. We wanted to put on a good performance today, obviously, and um, yeah, our thoughts, um, the energy we showed and the, the sort of intensity we showed right from the start of the game was brilliant, and the quality of our football was was excellent. You know, our first couple of goals were really well-worked goals and we're creating good opportunities, and uh, yeah, credit to the lads. It was a great performance. Yeah, great, great for him. He's... He's joined a pretty elite club in terms of you know, 100 goals for this football club and uh, credit to him and the way he's, he's sort of had his career here at the club and um, you know, for us it was really important today that the guys coming in added that energy that we needed. Obviously, you know, Champions League football we know takes a lot out of you physically and, and we had to make you know, some changes today but aside from energy and, and tempo that the, the guys that came in brought, also they brought in quality and particularly James, I thought he was outstanding. Was that the, the main theme today, Fraser, the, the players that came in and took their chance? Yeah, when we discussed it before the, the game, and uh, was it the right decision? Was it the, the correct team selection? It absolutely was, because the guys that came in scored the goals and uh, played really well, and like some Moy and Bernabe, as, we, as we've spoken about. But uh, I think for Celtic, they needed a result. They, they've been winning games recently, but not been at their absolute best. Lost to St Mern, real blow during the week when Shakhtar got the point in Madrid. To, to really effectively made it almost so so difficult for Celtic to even get third place in their Champions League group. So a really bad sort of midweek and and uh, the players responded really well and uh, were, they were absolutely terrific from, from back to front. And throughout the whole game, you know, one of the things I was impressed with, with was, was the team's intensity. You know, 3-4-1, 4-1-up, 5-1-up, they still looked for that six. They were still going for those goals. So a terrific day for Celtic all round. Yeah, don't have too long to react to this, but let's hear from Lee Johnson because I think there's some interesting quotes in here for you before we go. Hugely disappointed, if I'm honest with you. Clearly, we don't want to come here and be as timid as we were in the first half like really disappointing you know we haven't won here in whatever it is 12 years and as a collective we wanted to come and be that first team and make a little bit of recent history I think first three or four minutes we, we had opportunities to enter the final third and be brave and I think we then didn't we didn't get at people in and around the edge of the box and I think that timid play ended up almost like a domino effect through the team you know and if you look at the first two goals just as an example like we don't get up to the ball what is the fear factor of going to press the ball you know like these are these are defenders that have had a lot of experience in the league and, and a team that we can apply pressure you know we're a fit team we've got good athletes in the team but there was a fear factor there and it felt like almost we, we was a boxer that didn't want to throw a punch because we were too worried about the counter punch. Sum it all up for us, Hugh. We're almost done. When Ange Postacoglu says energy, intensity and quality all in Celtic's performance today, then you know he is a happy man. Hibbs, it's been a bad day. They can't see the forest. He got the threes. I like it. Thank you very much to Fraser out there at Celtic Park as well. Thank you uh, to Hugh, Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal in the studio. But as always, the biggest thanks goes to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling and tweeting. It was quite the day, Celtic fans. You've been moaning all week about not taking chances. That clearly didn't happen today. A 6-1 victory at home to Hibs. James Forrest, a special mention for him. A hat-trick on the day and now up to 100 goals for the club not much to shout about in a share of the spoils between St Mirren and Kelly big win for Livy at home to St Johnston and a one-all draw for Ross County against Inform Dundee United so that's it for Saturday 
But Sunday could be every bit as interesting Motherwell host Rangers at 12 noon How will they respond to that Liverpool drubbing? How will they respond uh, having no Conor Goldson going forward? Lots of questions to be asked The answers will be tomorrow And we'll look back on it all on Monday night from 6 Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller will be here And GBX up next